Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pro football, full circle. Do you expect Deshaun to practice today? Uh, nothing has changed from last week. Uh, you know, we, we're not going to talk about what we're doing with personnel each day in practice. We haven't done that all all spring, all, all fall, so we're not going to do it. Cam, has Bill told you yet that you're starting the season opener? I mean, y'all sit up here asking silly questions to me, and I'm looking at y'all with the same thing. So I don't know what y'all want me to say. Like, no, you know that. You know he hasn't said that. So for okay. you to just ask the question, you know, it is what it is. So... Every single day I'm coming out here with the anticipation to just get better. We are full throttle ahead on today's edition of Pro Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204, talking all things NFL. A lot of breaking news. The Jaguars released tight end Tim Tebow today. Tebow didn't cut it on last Saturday's loss to the Cleveland Browns. They cut him today. Atlanta becomes the first fully vaccinated team with new head coach Arthur Smith. Dak Prescott, no expectations for Mike McCarthy to rush him back for the week one or week two preseason. They say they can go status quo until the regular season. But George, I want to lead off today in New England. Cam Newton was asked about, you know, whether or not Bill has named him the starting quarterback for week number one. And you heard the soundbite right there. He did not step up and say that. He said, why are you asking me that question? You know that Bill's been mum on that. So I want to ask you, is it Mac Jones or is it Cam Newton to give this team the best chance to challenge for an AFC East title? Well, I don't think either one's going to give him a chance to to do that. Uh, As far as you know my thinking, Mac Jones plays once he's ready. Yeah, once he's ready, he has to play here. Uh, Bill's not going to tell you anything. Right, he's not going to tell you anything. And I guarantee he's told Cam Newton, you don't say anything. That's why Cam got a little testy there. Right, Uh, because they've probably been asked that question a thousand times and he can't say anything. If he, if he, even if he knows the answer, he's not allowed to say anything. And I doubt Bill's told him anyway. So, I mean, I, I think it's Mac Jones. I think we know what Cam is at this point. He hasn't had a good season now in, what, two, three years? It's been a while. And there are not a lot of weapons on that team. Anyway, uh, I mean, really, that, that, this is a poor offense. Right? It's a poor offense. So you might as well get Mac Jones in there as soon as you think he's ready and go from there. I do think there's one little tidbit here, one little, uh, yeah, one little fly in the ointment. I think Bill does not want to get annihilated by Brady. And uh, when uh, Tampa Bay comes to town, you know, so maybe Cam goes till after that game, and he thinks that like, Cam gives him the best chance to at least keep it close, win the game, because of some of the things he can do. I could see that. So, if I had to guess here, I'd say Cam Newton start the season, but it's going to be Mac Jones sooner rather than later. Well, that's that's the main question: is is what is the identity of the offense, right? Last year, when Cam Newton had the COVID issues. He had one breakout game on a Sunday night, had an opportunity to knock off Russell Wilson and Seattle. They lost that ball game on the last drive and last play of the game. But outside of that, they failed to stretch defenses vertically. They were basically a methodical offense that wanted to run the football with Damian Harris and those running backs, keep it close to the vest per se. And now it's okay. It's new. It's a new year. There's new 
optimism surrounding New England. You get two tight ends. Hunter Henry now is hurt. Janu Smith is there. You have two quarterbacks, but it's two different types of quarterbacks. We know what Cam Newton is, right? He's a mobile guy. He can't throw the way he used to, so you're really limited in that regard. But on the flip side, you have a prototypical dropback passer in Mac Jones that's just going to stand back there and chuck it. And to your point about not getting abused by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Brady, well, let's let's be honest. If we had to break that game down right here, understanding the New England Patriots offense with Cam Newton, they're going to force Cam to beat him over the top, right? They're going to take away the running game with that front seven and Devin White. Can he do it by starting Cam Newton in that ball game, or does he feel his best opportunity, I'm talking about McDaniels and Belichick, is to throw Mac Jones in there and open it up to at least give your oper- your offense an opportunity to score some points. But even if you do want to open it up, who are you opening it up to? You don't have the weapons to do that. I mean, you look at this. It's you have the capability, about- though, right, George? I mean, that's the thing. Do you? you have a quarterback. Well, you do, do to you? a degree. And Well, here's the thing. Let, let me ask you this. Do you believe Cam physically can be an NFL quarterback? And what I mean by that is make all the throws to lead this offense. Can he throw it deep the way he did five years ago in Carolina? No, but he's never been able to do that. In Carolina, he wasn't able to do that. He but was, he, he still a had a stronger arm. He still, even oh, though he he shot the, wasn't the, the football. The arm wasn't the problem. It was the accuracy. He just had no idea where it was going. The further it went down the field, the worse he was. Right? His accuracy was never good. So I don't see that improving now. I think what Cam gives you is the unknown. The fact that he can run. He can be that guy. He can be Superman. But with that also comes the risk of injury. What has happened to him over the past couple of years? And I would worry about that. If he's going to be that guy again, even if he was the Cam of old, he wouldn't make it 17 games. Now at this point in his career, he'd get banged up. He'd get hurt. Either the concussion or the ankle, shoulder, whatever it might be, he'll get banged up. But they don't have the weapons. They just don't have it to open up and say, hey, let's go play a 40-138 game. No way. Your number one wide receiver is Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar, Myers, Bourne, Harry, ugh. I mean, your tight ends, sure, like your tight ends, but there's no Gronk here. There's no Kelsey here. There's no Kittle. Hunter Henry and Janu Smith, that's the, that's the strength of your offense. And you're talking to good tight ends. And even that might be a little strong, but they're two good tight ends. But that's their biggest problem. They can't compete with the big boys here. They just can't. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you look at their passing offense in 2020. They averaged 157 passing yards per game. We'll see if they can better that in 2021. Will we come back? Under the radar teams in both the AFC and NFC next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. 
back on Pro Football Full Circle talking about the New England Patriots. Before break, I said that they average 157 passing yards per game. Got that from NFL.com, but we adjusted it, looked a little bit deeper. It looks like they were third to last in the NFL right there in, in terms of 29th overall at around 180 passing yards per game. But either way, George, 180, 157, it doesn't matter. It was an anemic offense. Their inability to score points at a premium in terms of any given drive is the main reason why they finished at 7-9. and nine. If you had to make an assessment right here, are they a playoff caliber team in terms of their win total, 9.5? Would you go over or would you more bank on them making the playoffs in 2021? No, I think they're an under. I don't think this is a very good team. I think the defense is going to be good. You know, all the guys that uh, opted out last year back, uh, Bill made some free agent additions. But just look at, tell me how they're going to score points. I said you don't have a, you don't have a quarterback now, or at least not one you can trust, right? Cam, I think is well well done. Mac Jones, we'll see what he can become. The running backs, Harris, Michelle, White, no, no, thank you. White's a nice little uh, Swiss Army knife guy, but that's it. Wide receivers, we've yeah. already gone over. You barely have a number two. More or less a number yeah. one. Hunt, we'll and, see. you know, the tight, the tight ends are good. So, no. I just I think, the, I think the offensive line is also somewhat of a question mark here. Did they have some issues there? I think there? Mac Jones could get them there. I really do. Nine. Uh, it was nine and a half. It's down to nine on FanDuel. Minus 140 to the I over. I got that nine and a half. So, I'm actually on the under nine and a half. Okay. So, under now nine at, mi- at minus one. Uh, excuse me. I can't even give him two wins versus the Jets. Yeah, I guess you can't right now with a new coaching staff and and anything's possible. The only the only reason why I would lean New England is rookie quarterback going up against Bills defense two times a year. You would have to give the Patriots the the basic uh, advantage in terms of that uh, that breakdown. So I, I would lean to the Patriots in, in both of those games. But it, Buffalo's going to be very difficult. Miami plays them very well with Brian Flores. They open up right now, week one at home. And that's going to be really the game to see where this team is at from a gauge perspective. Have they upgraded significantly from where they were last year, George? Um, we'll see how it plays out in 2021. But we talked about sleeper under the radar teams. I'm going to give two teams that I'm actually looking at a little more closely now. I'm going to give one for for the AFC, one for the NFC. Get your assessment, and then we'll get a couple of from you. The more I look at it, George, AFC, Denver, they have the tools to really make a run. Now, if they could figure out the quarterback position, we talked about Locke and we talked about Bridgewater. Their total of eight and a half is very attainable from what I saw from a talent perspective on the offensive side of the ball. And then the NFC team that I'm banking on, you know I'm in on the Vikings. But outside of them, I really like the nucleus that Matt Rule has in in Carolina. Sam Donald could take the next step. I think this team, believe it or not, can be a playoff caliber team this coming season. All right. See, I appreciate that you actually did this. You actually took two teams that aren't playoff teams uh, right now. Some right. No, I mean, I'm taking two teams that nobody's really talking about right. you in got, terms you of out, the game outside right. those top teams. Right. You played the game right. If you were taking Minnesota, I would have strangled you. We, everybody has no, to not at all. It is. All right. So, uh, on the, under those parameters, all right, I'm, I'm looking for – I don't want to take the same two teams that you took. I'm trying to p- pick a different team here. I'll go – you know what? I'm going to stick in the AFC West. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the that Raiders. That was my the other offense. team. That was yeah. my other team. Yeah. I, I, I think that – listen, I think it's going to be uh, KC1, Chargers 2. So if I can pick the Chargers, I pick the Chargers. But uh, uh, since I think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs anyway, I think the Raiders can be dangerous because they can score points. All right, I think they could be that team. They can score points. Uh, the defense, it, it's sort of like the Cowboys. It can't be as bad as it was last year, right? It just can't be. It has to get better. All right, so I think the Raiders are interesting. Also, uh, you know, Derek Carr's another one on the hot seat, by the way. We really haven't talked about that. They, I don't think he has any more guaranteed money after this year. He doesn't get it done. I don't know if he's back with Gruden next year. I know Gruden's back, but I don't know right. if he's back next year with the team. So we'll see about that. And the, uh, the NFC, you know, uh, I'm not gonna listen. I think Minnesota and Green Bay; those are the two teams there. I think uh, uh, Terry wins that division. I'm not. Carolina. I see where you're coming from, but I'm not going there. Am I allowed to pick any team in the NFC West, or do we like them all? No, you, you know, can so. take the only team I really like in the NFC West, and I'm I'm not with the norm. Is Seattle? I mean, you have the best quarterback hands down in that division. 
You know, as far as I'm concerned, Stafford hasn't won a playoff game. I know he's in that scheme, but he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Hasn't even come close to taking his team to a Super Bowl. You're going to give me Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf at, at positive value and positive money to win the division and, more importantly, make the playoffs? I'm taking Seattle every time, every single time. So that's that's where I stand with the West. Well, I guess if I could take uh, any team in the West other than Seattle, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. This will not be silence of the Rams, man. I think they're a good team. I think they are. Like I said, I, I've equated to fantasy where they're a stars and scrubs team. You know, they have eight stars and everybody else is blah. If they lose a couple of those stars, they're toast. But they're going right. for it as it is. They keep trading these number one picks. You're bringing Stafford. They're, they're telling you, it's bringing Stafford to, to go. We want to win that Super Bowl. We want to throw the ball down the field. They have no choice now. They have lost acres anyway. But uh, if I can pick the Rams, I'll definitely take the Rams. You Other teams I would consider, I, you know, the Giants. I'm not going to pick Washington or Dallas. Everyone well, that's what, I, that's what I want the Giants to bring up, the Giants were on my list, and and give a, a brief and give the listeners a brief update about about the Raiders. They opened up in terms of their win total on FanDuel for much of the year up until about I want to say a couple of days ago. They were six and a half under and over. Now FanDuel reassessed them. They are now an under and over of seven at minus one ten either way for the 2021 season. So you're getting a little more money now coming in on Las Vegas in terms of Derek Carr. Now you. You mentioned him before we transition to the Giants. We'll get to them. But in terms of Derek Carr and that offense, we know about Waller. We know about Josh Jacobs. I think they solidified the the offensive line with Leatherwood. I think they're going to be able to run the football. Do we believe enough that the defense could just make a blip in terms of an upgrade and be a little bit better than what they were to get this team to potentially 9-8 and eight overall? Because... From a talent perspective, they went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes twice, beat him once on the road, and and pushed him to the limit in Las Vegas in their house. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you said it right. They don't need to make an – listen, we'd love to make, see them make it a huge improvement on defense, but if they, they're sort of like the Cowboys. Can they just be a little below average? Can they, can they be that? If they can, they can make they can do some damage here. They'll beat some teams with that offense here. The good news is, is uh, Darren Waller finally returned from his ankle injury, so he's practicing again. You know, we haven't really talked about that, but that had to concern some people. He was out almost two weeks with his injury that they kept calling day-to-day here, but he's back, so we're all good there. But uh, if that defense, like I said, I don't need them to be the 2,000 Ravens, the 86 Bears. I don't need that. I just It can't be hor- horrific. It just can't be terrible. You know, and I, I think they uh, do have that capability somewhat here. Listen, I'm not going to pick them to make the playoffs. I'm not. I do think they're third in that division. But if you're looking for a, a Cinderella team, a sleeper team, the Raiders would be it for me. Well, plus 350 to make the playoffs right here, right now on FanDuel. Minus 480 to the no. I mean, plus 350 is great. I mean, here's, the, here's another question that we don't really bring up because it's Gruden. But he was given a 10-year deal. He was given basic, right? You know, you can you and Mayock can make all the decisions you want. This is a, a, a really transitional year for him in the sense of if they go, let's say seven and and eleven, uh, excuse me, seven and ten or eight and nine. I mean, do we start to hear the rumblings of, uh, about John Gruden? Like, hey, John, what's going on now? You know, you we giving you a couple of years to build a foundation. The players you've picked haven't panned out. What's going on here? Are you just an old man in terms of a new game here? I mean, we probably should hear them. Yeah, if nothing improved, so it's, it's the same old, same old again. You know, if they're you know they're whatever six and eleven, seven and ten. Uh, yeah, you should hear the rumors. I don't think they we will. I don't think Gruden's in any danger of getting fired at the end of the season. No, I don't think he's they... in danger. But <clears throat> but my point is is that. Okay, he's given the 10-year deal. How much time? How much time does he need to really turn it around? You need eight years? Nobody gets eight. You got to turn it around pretty much three. That's what you get. We'll see. When we come back, we'll be talking about the New York Giants, Carolina Panthers, and even sprinkle in the Miami Dolphins, Joe Lisi and George Kurt. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Ripping through the NFL action, talking about the under-the-radar teams, talked about the New England Patriots, talked about the Carolina Panthers. We're going to talk about the New York Giants now because there are a huge question marks surrounding this team, in my opinion, in 2021. What is Daniel Jones at the quarterback position? How healthy is Saquon Barkley? He's back at practice. Will be available, they believe, by week number three. But this is a team that a lot of analysts, a lot of experts are buying into this year in terms of their win total. Under and over set at seven on FanDuel, minus 130 to the over, plus 110 to the under, George. When you look at this past weekend, they lost to the Jets. The offense looked the same old, same old with both uh, Mike Lennon at the helm there in terms of backup quarterbacks. This offense looked lethargic. They looked one-dimensional. And if they play that way, I'm not so sure this team surpasses seven wins in 2021. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned I kind of like them this season, but they haven't impressed Certainly this summer. Yeah, listen, that can be by design for whatever reason. You know, you don't want to show anything to any other teams. Maybe, maybe Judge is playing it close to the vest and all that. But uh, there are a lot of question marks. I mean, uh, you start with Daniel Jones. I mean, a truckload of pressure on him. You can't get it done this year. You're done. You're done as a quarterback in New York. They will have to move on. They'll have no choice. Some people made the argument they should have moved on uh, after last year. You know, so they'll, like I said, they'll have no issue. Uh, Barkley... Very cryptic about uh, how healthy he is or when he's going to be uh, ready to play here. You know, I mean, weird. You know, I, uh, and it's, it's, it's kind of Barkley's mouth himself. I mean, you don't know Barkley's being, being told by the team, by the coach, don't say anything. Don't say anything, all that stuff. But uh, he seems to be a little bit behind schedule, I would say. You know, he was activated off the PUP, so we know he can practice with the team. But I don't know. He may be sort of like Joe Burrow. Maybe he needs to take a hit or two on that knee to realize you're okay. You're okay. You're going to be all right. You know, that sort of thing. So I can see that being. I think Barkley will be fine, but I don't think he'll be the Barkley of old until really next year or the, maybe the second half of this season. I think that could be a problem there. Gala, your big free agent signing. Now he's hurt, right? Some hamstring. He's going to be out a couple of weeks. Uh, that can ruin timing with uh, Daniel Jones. You're you know, a guy you need to get down. And we don't know. What is Galladay? Is he that super stud or is he not? Uh, he's, not De- he's not DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, can we stop no, now? No, he's, no. he's a good wide receiver. And I know from the fantasy perspective, he makes a lot of people money. He's one of those under-the-radar value type of guys. But we're not talking fantasy right now. We're talking about you pay the guy a boatload of money to be that pure number one. And if we're looking at elite wide receivers in the league, he's not even close. I mean, he's not a Tyree Kill. He's not a DeAndre Hopkins. You want to go down the list of of pure number ones. Where does Galladay fit in in terms of that assessment? I mean, would you put him up with Juju and Chase Claypool? Okay, maybe. I think that's a fair assessment to some of those players. But, I mean, give me another player that you think he's complimentary to in terms of an elite number one wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I think the comparisons you made were, uh, were good. I think that's fair. Uh, compare him to the Steelers guys, maybe the Rams guys, Woods and uh, Cooper Cup. I can see that. He's not going to be there with Hopkins, DeAndre Adams, or those guys. No. He may not even be in the next tier. He may be in the third tier of guys. 
But I think he gives the Giants a legitimate guy. And you throw him in there with Shepard, Slayton. We'll see what Tony can become. Rovars to stretch the field. It's a good group. It's a good group. I don't know if Evan Ingram can ever become whatever. You know, he drops too many passes. You bring on Rudolph, and who's really at the end of his career. I don't know what you're expecting from him this year. He's still in the PUP anyway. But the key for the whole Giants team, maybe that offensive line. It's not going to be, you know, the Colts overnight. We know that's not coming. But can it just be, once again, can you, can you get the average? Because yeah, I think that's affected Daniel Jones. I think he sees the rush sometimes. Or sometimes, actually, I take it back. I don't think he sees the rush at all. Uh, you know, he needs those side view mirrors. You don't see it coming from uh, the sides. You know, which is good in some ways. You're not seeing it, but that's why he's fumbling the football, too, because he's not getting rid of the ball in time because he's not, he's not sensing the rush. So he needs better, uh, you know, better protection there. Theoretically, they should have some, but we'll see if that works out here. Like I said, if everything, from the Giants, if everything were to work perfectly, this is a decent squad that could definitely compete with the Cowboys and Washington football team. You know, but I think everything has to work to perfection. Yeah, defense is good. It's not locked down great, but it's a good solid D. So I think you know, the Giants are an interesting team uh, to follow this season. They are interesting in the sense of what is the real identity, right? We know that when Daniel Jones was there, they they opened it up a little bit. They improvised. They allowed Daniel Jones to be mobile and, and break contain, utilize his legs. Then all of a sudden, the turnover, turnover started to develop, and that was a key issue last year in terms of their success, right? They played a lot of close games, a lot of good teams down to the wire. Let's not forget, they went toe-to-toe with Pittsburgh week one. They went on the road to face Aaron Donald and and the L.A. Rams, almost pulled that victory out, lost that by one score. They were in a position to actually get the tie. Jones throws the interception. So there were a lot of close games down the wire. Now, can Daniel Jones limit the the turnovers? But more importantly, can he open it up? And and can this offense be confident enough to say, okay, we're going to go out and duel the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to go out and duel Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, where if Dallas, we know that they did that on the road early on, but we know the consistency isn't there with Jones. So that's the biggest question mark is if Saquon is, let's say, 80%, and we know defensive teams are going to take away the run first, can those playmakers step up? I like Kadarius Tony, but is that offense going to develop around Daniel Jones where they're going to put the football in his arm at any given time to chuck it? And is he a legitimate shot, more importantly, to surpass 4,000 yards this year? Well, he, he better. Right, he better surpass 4,000 yards. You're not asking that much anymore to do that with the extra game. So he better surpass that. So, yes, I'll say he's a, a definite threat to do that. Uh, assuming he stays healthy. Can the Giants outduel? Can they outdo the Cowboys? No. Very few teams can. What are they? Maybe three, four of the teams in the NFL that have that kind of offense? Uh, but you don't need to outdo them. You need to just play, be able to play some defense because the Cowboys may not be able to play any. Can you stay with them is really what it comes down to. And on good days, I think they can. I do think they can. I think they can outdo teams like the Eagles, certainly the Washington football team. I think they could. Once again, things are going perfectly. They have, probably have the second-best offense in that division. But that's asking a lot for things. You know, Barkley back in full strength. with Daniel Jones to make that next progression. Galloway to have that chemistry after missing so much time in camp here. You know, Shepard to be a guy. Ingram not to drop all these passes. The offensive line. You're asking a lot. And also, you're not going to get all that. Maybe you get three okay, or five. Yeah. Daniel Jones had 11 touchdown passes last year, okay? His, his total this year is set at, on DraftKings now, under and over is 24, minus 115 either way on DraftKings. 24 touchdowns. I mean, in today's NFL, where basically you're passing 70% of the time, can he get to that number this year? Because if he doesn't get to that number, this offense is still only going to average around 22 points per game. 24 touchdowns is is a mediocre quarterback in, in terms of the NFL today. Yes. Oh, yeah. you got, once again, got to get over 30. Got to get over 30 uh, for that to happen. But that's why they brought Galladay there. And that's why they, make, they, they keep trying to make improvements on that offensive line. They hope getting Barkley back makes teams play it safe, uh, play it legit, not just uh, you know backing up to stop the pass, having uh, playing uh, cover two, so nobody gets over the top here. Barkley, even if Barkley's not Barkley, he will help because of that, uh, because of what he brings as far as other dimensions there. So I think the offense will be better. The question is how much better. That's really the question, and that's all in my mind. It's all on Daniel Jones. He has to be better. Can't turn the football over. Can't make those mistakes here. The offensive line has to protect him. Has to give him, you know, the extra half second to do the job here. A lot of things need to go right for the Giants. I think they're heading in the right direction. I just don't know if they're ready. 
Listen, if they were in another division, we wouldn't be talking about this. All right? They were, you know, if they were in the NFC West, forget about their last place. You know, if they were in the uh, the North, Packers and Vikings are both better. We know the Buccaneers are better. You know, they might be there with the Panthers and those teams, but you know, they're they're playing in the right division to make this kind of uh, a possible run here. I think they are. I I think they're interesting because. They don't have any. They may not have any. I have any obvious strengths, but no obvious weaknesses either. Right. They don't wow you. They don't wow you per se. Right. Right. That's it. That's what the Giants are. They they just go out about their business. They're going to be a disciplined group. They're going to try and limit turnovers and force takeaways on the defensive side of the ball. But they don't come out like the Ferrari. They're not the Patrick Mahomes, the Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. That's not the New York Giants. Never was really for the most part ever. Even when Phil Simms, Jeff Hostetler were there. I mean, you could go on and on. Danny Cannell. They never had this lethal type of offense, Kerry Collins. So when you look at Daniel Jones on DraftKings right now, George, they're not asking a lot. 3,801 yards in 2021 gets you the over. Would you take that bet right here, right now at minus 115 either way? I certainly lean to it, you know, but we haven't talked about this enough. One thing that's going to bother me about all of these overs that we're uh, we're taking, because all the extra game, it's going to be great, is COVID. What if, he, what if he gets COVID? He's out of game. How to? What if his receivers get it? You know, the offensive line gets it. It's going to scare me. COVID's not going away this season. It's going to happen all season long where you're going to see guys, this guy's out for this game because he's tested positive, can't play. You know, I don't know what the NFL's mandate's going to be. In baseball, it's 10 days. If it's 10 days for football and you get it Saturday, you're missing two games. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very concerning with these. I lean the over, yes, I think, because he has to. He just has to. But if I were to go this direction, it would be a small amount. Nothing where I, I love the Patriots under. I think they're going to be a terrible team. Jets, same thing. And I'll bet a much higher amount on that. I am not doing that uh, with Daniel Jones. Do you feel that the Giants, because I don't believe they are right now, are they a playoff team? Can they get to the playoffs with the roster they have from what you've seen? Now, if you believe yes on FanDuel, they're going to give you a plus 230 down to the no, minus 300. So 3-1 to one basically know that this team doesn't make the playoffs this year. I, I'm with the no. <clears throat> I mean, the only way they make it is by winning the division. I don't, think I don't know if there's a wild card coming out of here. I mean, I just don't. Uh, the division, though, is, listen, they can go 3-3. Three and three. I didn't get three wins in that division. That wouldn't shock me. Uh, they could be Dallas, Philadelphia, and Washington football team all once. They could also lose and go two and four. Schedule's not brutal, but no, I don't think they make the playoffs. Well, when we come back, we'll be talking about some of the under-the-radar teams this season. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz, keep it the word. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. 
Continuing the conversation about under-the-radar teams that can maybe potentially exceed their win totals or make the playoffs. We talked about the New York Giants. I'm on the no for New York. I don't buy, I'm not buying into Daniel Jones. I watch this team each and every Sunday being in the tri-state area. But George thinks there's a slight possibility that Daniel Jones can lead this team to the promised land. We'll see right now if you want to buy into New York in terms of making the playoffs. They'll give you positive money at plus 200 to the no. It's minus 300. So we'll see how that plays out in 2021. We talked about earlier that the Atlanta Falcons were the first and 100% fully vaccinated team in the NFL with first-year head coach Arthur Smith at the helm. We know about tight end draft pick Kyle Pitts. Matty Ice is there. They have some complimentary pieces. But more importantly, George, you talked about the COVID issue striking the New York Giants possibly, right? Well, here's a team that's 100% vaccinated. So an added benefit in terms of the gambling perspective this season? Yes and no. I mean, it's great that they are. Obviously, it lessens your uh, chance of getting it. Uh, but as we all know, all the uh, all it means is that if you do get it, you won't be hit hard with it, right? Uh, so that, that's great. You know, I'm vaccinated, and I know if I get COVID again, I've already had it, that it won't hit me hard. You know, that I should be okay. And that's what the vax, uh, vax does. It's a great relief for me. But uh, it doesn't mean they can't get it. You know, that's still the worry there. Look at all the ba- once again, all the baseball players, and you keep hearing all oh, that they were vaccinated. It's a break. What do they call it? A breakthrough. You know, when you're vaccinated, you get it, they call it a breakthrough. You know, so it broke through the vaccination, that sort of thing. It just means you won't get it as bad. Maybe you won't be out as long, but you still tested positive. You still can't play. Um, <clears throat> so I think once again, it lessens your percentage of getting it, but doesn't eliminate it. So do right. I feel good about it? Absolutely. But does it mean, okay, now I'm fine with Atlanta, and I can go bet all my O's for Atlanta because they're going to be fine this season? Does it mean that? But it probably gives them a better percentage of doing so. But on the professional level, I will say this. We talk about it in terms of the college aspect. I think Lane Kiffin came out and said he had 100% of his players fully vaccinated. That's great to hear in terms of Oxford and Ole Miss, right? And we saw a coach in Nick Rolovich at Washington State that was not vaccinated, didn't go to Pac-12 media days, right? So now on the flip side, we have a first-year head coach. All of the players are fully vaccinated. They've done everything up until then their capability to be ready for the season, right? So doesn't that show that the players have bought in to the philosophy of Arthur Smith and and that coaching staff right now to be 100%? Okay, we're dialed in. We're all in for 2021. Isn't that another maybe way to view it outside? We know. Listen, there are no guarantees. You could be vaccinated and still come down with COVID. You can get the Delta variant. We get that. But they've done everything that was asked of them up until this point. So that's a positive for not only Atlanta fans, but Atlanta backers this season. Oh, I agree. I agree. It means uh, they believe the doctors or they they did did their own research and they know what the the deal is. So they got vaccinated. Good for them. Yeah, I think it's obviously fantastic about that. You know, so do I think that means they bought into the program? I would lean that way, sure. I mean, we don't know for sure. Once again, it could just be that they're all, you know, every one of these guys believed in it anyway. But I think it does uh, go with that direction. Uh, we've seen, you know, you saw my, how upset Mike Zimmer was of Minnesota with Kirk Cousins, right? When he wouldn't get right. back. So, just, you know, so I think it, uh, it eases some tension. Absolutely eases some tension. Same thing with the Washington football team. When you got a coach who had cancer last year, you have guys who still won't get it. All right, so I think it does ease some tension there. It makes the, it also makes life easier because it's normal for this team now. Everyone's vaccinated. And no one has to report to the uh, you know the combat at six a.m. to get a test. They're waiting for a couple of hours before they can come in once the test is negative. Right, so everyone's just normal now. You can go to the lunchroom. You can go to practice. You don't have to mask up. Blah 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 blah. So it makes everything normal now much easier. Absolutely. So yes, I would I would go along with your uh, you know your your statement there that uh, they bought in more than maybe other teams have. Right now, I'm not buying this team in terms of their playoff based off that, but you're you're still getting positive value. Think about this. To make the playoffs on FanDuel right now for the Atlanta Falcons, plus 200. To not make the playoffs, minus 250. I wonder if that factors in a little bit in terms of that breakdown right now. Now, 
I think they have major question marks in terms of the offensive line. I don't think that they address the defense in a, in a way in terms of getting better. They were dead last in the NFL, allowing 293 passing yards per game to opposing offenses. Richie Grant, the safety out of UCF, is a very good player, but he solely isn't going to turn around that defense this season. So what is the identity with Matt Ryan? We know about Ridley. We know about Kyle Pitt. But realistically, what can we expect from this team? Because Mike Davis is good. Holden and I talked about it about a week ago in the sense of he doesn't wow you. He might even be a better third down back than a feature back. So if it is status quo, and let's say he's a pedestrian 700 rushing yards or 800 rushing yards on the ground, what do you really have in terms of a win total with this team? Could this team shock everybody and be 10-7 overall this year? Uh, Let's not forget, they were on the road last year and lost a three-point game in Arrowhead to, to the Kansas City Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. All right, I love when you cherry pick games. By the way, that means absolutely nothing to me. They pick um, one good I'm game. I'm just saying. I, I don't. Good like luck to I'm that. not. But my point was is that if a gauge against the be- the elite teams in the NFL, that's what everybody likes to look at. Atlanta was playing probably as good as a lot of teams in the NFC at the end of the year, right? They found their identity, and that game was one game that stood out. That they they actually had the lead from for about four, three quarters. Entering the fort, George, and and somehow, some way, Mahomes pulled out that victory. The better game to point out, or games to point out, they they lost a couple of games they should have won anyway. They should have beat the Cowboys. Learn the rules, boys. All right, learn the rules on the onside kick and cover the ball. Uh, they should have beaten the Bears the next week. And they figured out a way to lose that game, too. And Nick Foles has one good game of the season and beats them uh, after he replaced Trubisky. So they, they had some games they threw away last year they could have won. They probably should have won that KC game, too, actually. Uh, can they be a playoff team? All right, and once again, you're looking at wild card. They're not, they're not going to win that division over Tampa Bay. That's not happening. Can they get the 10 wins? You probably need 10 wins to get a wild card, at least 10. Uh, the schedule's not brutal. I mean, you're looking at outside the division here. You, 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 play, uh, you, know, you play the NFC East. That's not terrible. You play, it looks like, the AFC East as well. So you're going to get Miami. You're going to get Buffalo. Uh, Two England. tough defenses. Those aren't easy San defenses. Fran. This, the schedule's not brutal. It's not brutal. Once again, they're sort of like the Cowboys here. Can their defense just not be terrible? It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, uh, can it be a tick below average is where I'm going with this. Yeah, it doesn't need to be average. That'd be a, you know, a huge, Okay, a so huge average to you is what? They were dead last in the NFL in pass defense. Dead last. 32 or 32 teams. Can you be around 20? That's you know, that's you, more than a tick. That's like almost. But that's, that's now average. You have to that's, jump that's still below teams. average, actually. That's still below average. You have to be there. If you're going to be 28, you're not going to make a big enough improvement. All right, you, you know, then your offense is probably your offense shouldn't be as good as it was last year without Julio Jones. I like Pitts as much as any, anybody else, but every stat you look at tells you first-year tight ends don't do much in the NFL. Maybe he does. Maybe he is Superman. He does, but generally they don't. Too much to learn too quickly. That he's not going to have this, you know, 1,300-yard season, be the great blocking tight end, and away we go here. Yeah, you know, there's too much to learn here. So I, I, I'm not going to put it later in the playoff mold here. Do I think they're going to be a three and fourteen team? No, I would probably put it more in the seven and ten. So instead of ten and seven, I would reverse transpose the numbers and give me seven and ten. Well, I'll throw one stat out to you that I do like, and if there's one quarterback, and we talked about it as well over the week, uh, in terms of. Passing props. We know Mahomes is basically at 5,000. He's at 5,000 and a half on FanDuel. Aaron Rodgers is up there as well in terms of 45.50 and a half. We talked about some of the other marquee quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson at 3,400. This Matt Ryan prop on FanDuel I think is very attainable. As long as he's healthy this year, I think he's the, he is the offense, right? 4,550 and a half at minus 112 either way. Now, I think he gets there easy this year. Everybody's talking about Stafford and Stafford being the guy in the offense. Right now, they're going to open it up, and Sean McVay hasn't had a quarterback like this. I don't buy it. I'm not buying Cooper Cup. I'm not buying Robert Woods. I'm not buying the fact that I believe Sean McVay still has a run-first mentality. If you go back to the end of the year, that's what he wanted to do in that playoff run against Green Bay. They wanted to run the football consistently with Cam Akers 
because he doesn't want to get into shootouts. So this Matt Ryan prop, actually, out of all the quarterback props, this is one I fair I feel fairly confident in in terms of the over. Comes out to 268 yards a game. All right, so it's obtainable. But once again, you already said needs to stay healthy, needs to avoid COVID. If he gets either one, now you're looking at 280 well, yards. Well, they all have you know, to I avoid COVID, right? I mean, let's be honest. Every player right. has to but that's avoid the, COVID. That's the problem with taking... our overs. With all our overs, we're going to be banking against COVID. COVID's going to play a part. Don't kid yourself. It's going to play a part. Yeah, you're going to play that game. You know, it's almost like Russian roulette here. Who's going to get it? Who's not? Because there's no way. Uh, it's not going to affect the NFL this season. I don't. I don't think it's going to affect games. Mind you, games are going to go on or be rescheduled, whatever it's going to be. But players are going to miss games, and the NFL is not going to care. The NFL is not going to care. It's going to be the old same thing with the Denver last year. The old, what? All your quarterbacks are out. F you. Go play. Yeah, you know, your your own fault. The NFL is not going to care. So uh, I think that plays a part here. So I'm a little worried about that total there. But I'll tell you this: he has to. He just because I don't think that defense is going to make the. Uh, I don't even think they can get the twenty. I'm not sure they get the twenty-eight now, as far as defense is concerned overall in the NFL. They're going to have to throw the football, and I do like Mike Davis as well. But they're going to have to throw the football. All these guys are going to have to hit their number. They're all going to have to hit their overs for Atlanta to have a successful season. Well, how about this bet? Because this is what makes FanDuel fantastic: exact division positioning. Do you believe yeah. they're the worst team in the division? If so. And they finish fourth, you get plus 180 on, on FanDuel. If you believe they finish third, they're plus 190. Second gives you 250. And if somehow, some way, Mighty Ice leads them to a division title, they'll give you six to one odds on 100 bucks. It's 600. So, which one do you like out of that? I like three or four. The, the question is, which one do you feel the, the Falcons finish this season? Well, not one. Uh, and six to one's not enough, by the way. They should be higher than that for the Falcons to uh, beat Tampa Bay. Uh, I have Tampa one. You've sort of got me convinced on Carolina two. It's amazing what talking to you has done to me. Uh, I, uh, not that I was against Carolina, but I probably would have had him three before. The problem is, I think it's all jumbled. I think two, three, and four is jumbled. That's why if I'm going to make a bet on the exact division finish, this wouldn't be the division I pick. Not at all. This is a jumbled division here where I think anybody could fit anywhere. I kind of like the NFC North best for this as far as who I think is going to finish where. Um, so you've got me convinced on Carolina. I'd, uh, I'd probably go New Orleans. I'm sorry, Atlanta fans. I'd probably still go with you last. Uh, Tampa, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. I think at plus 180, you take a shot on terms of them fourth. First-year head coach. They have some some concerns on the offensive line. We talked about the defensive inefficiencies. We know the schedule's easy. And I believe that New Orleans is going to be down, but I don't know if they're going to be that down. And I think that their defense is much better than the Falcons. I also think that the Panthers' defense is going to be much more improved with Derrick Brown, now with J.C. Horn and Matt Rule in year number two. This might be an easy bet, George. This might be a very easy bet at plus 180. You feeling it? Yeah, I, I do. I already said that. I absolutely, I, I do feel that. I, this is not a knock on Atlanta. You can't fix everything in one offseason. They're going to score points. They're going to be a fun team to watch. A lot of overs. When we come back, week one line, we'll wrap it up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Wrapping up today's show, we left off with Matty Ice and the Atlanta Falcons talking about their division standings and where they can finish in 2021. Might as well look at their week one game, and it's an easy, winnable game. Jalen Hurts and the crew come to Atlanta. Atlanta, a three-and-a-half-point favorite on FanDuel. Minus 104, George, and this total ticked down just a little bit. Opened up at 48. It's down to 47.5. Minus 114 to the over. I actually think this is one game Atlanta can win this year. I'm not sold on the Eagles. It's a road game. Arthur Smith, first game in town. I think Matty Ice outduels Jalen Hurts. They cover this 3.5 point number week one. They better. Right? This is a game you have to win. If you want to have any kind of seed, you got to beat Philadelphia. It's not, you know, not a very good team. Maybe they're going to be an average team, maybe, but they're not really playing for this year. You're playing at home. you got to beat them. I think this is an over. I think we get points on the board here. I like Atlanta as well. I think it's an interesting game because for both sides, I want to see what the Atlanta offense looks like with Pitts, you know, what's going on there. I want to see if that defense can stop anybody. And, of course, with Philadelphia, it's all about Hurts. All about him. we got to find out. Is he the quarterback? Is he going to be that guy? It's a good way to start the season against that Atlanta defense secondary that we don't expect to be all that good. Exactly. Not only that, but this Philadelphia team with Sirianni at the helm. I mean, a lot going on there, too, in terms of him not naming uh, Jalen Hurts the starter. Joe Flacco, lighten it up, please. Give me a break with Joe Flacco. Guy's 100 years old. He's basically a punching bag back there in terms of any defensive end coming off the edge. But that aside, what is the identity of Philadelphia entering this year? We know about their win total, six and a half, seven in some spots. If they start fast, can this be a team maybe to surprise this year? Sure, sure, they could. I don't think so. But, yeah, they could surprise. There's always surprise teams. We could pick all, all we want all day long. There are always teams that surprise that we, nobody ever saw coming. Maybe they're one. Oh, the Philadelphia Eagles need to step it up on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to be here all week. Stay with us each and every day. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be breaking down the preseason games for George Kurtz. I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great day, everyone. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.